trivia for this song we've got in the house miss love bella bradgick a music connoisseur and a dickhead like all of us why do you think this song is great miss love hi there ali um look it's a great song it's about england new york and uh you know i just think it's all about how you might be from england you might be from pakistan i've spent many years in pakistan actually in the slums we're all human <laughs> we're all human beings at That's the end right. of the day we're all human beings. I love you, man. Miss Love, you sting Bono. You really make the world a better place. We've got another music connoisseur in the building. Uh, Jordan Shanks, I think your name is. That's the one, man. What do, what, do you, what do you think about this song? Does it really hit the tunes? Brings back a lot of memories of my first album. And I was recording it in New York, and I realized to myself, wow, I'm an English man in New York. And that's how it all started. And then it became the phenomenon that was the anthem for all single dads across the world. Confront your enemies, avoid them when you can. Welcome to the Friendly Jimmy's podcast of the Up Late Edition, where Miss Love, like always, is making us listen to <coughs> obscure song from the 80s. This is all that Jordan. That are actually not that bad. This is all Jordan. See, this, this is the whole thing. This is why we want to talk about Sting. Uh, I'm getting a lot of recording back on me. Is anyone else getting that? No. No? All right. No, no, no. I just fixed it. It was just in my headphones. <sighs> I do feel like I'm on Smooth FM now as well. Like I, I, I do want to deep dive into Sting. So good. But I figured that that was, uh, that was our realisation. The exact one that uh, Ali just had then. It's like, <laughs> this is lame. I didn't say stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. But now that the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, the lameness goes with each listen. The more I'm just yeah, like, the more I'm like, deep. He is a legal alien, you know? The, the, the lyrics are really dumb, but his voice <laughs> is actually nice. <laughs> and also, the Fair instruments point. are stupid. But they work. What's the, yeah, what's the one that, that <laughs> instrument in the middle that goes like, yeah, yeah, No that. idea. No idea. Never heard that before. That's you know, I thought he, w- I think he was being really creative. He was like, you know how that puddle is making that sound totally. every time I shit into it? <laughs> yeah. Every time I drop the kids off the pool, it makes a sound. Dude, Sting doesn't that's music, isn't it? Sting, Sting doesn't shit, he just meditates and he's like, and it just doesn't have to go. I don't need to go anymore. 
Dude, what do you guys think about the expression of like taking a shit is like dropping the kids off at the pool? I think it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who came up with that? Who? What's his fucking Happy that Gilmore? British comic, um, Jack Whitehall? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you don't know? Another Englishman. Another Englishman in New York, <laughs> <laughs> English man in exactly. Uh, yeah. So did you like it? I, think, I think it was great, man. Like, I remember as a kid listening to, like, Desert Rose and thinking, the voice of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> did your dad or mum possibly listen to Sting? My older cousin, who was significantly older than me, she made me listen to Sting for the first time. And how significantly older was she? 15 years older than me. Yeah. So how old were you? Uh, 10. She got onto it early. But I do have to say, as soon I used to not hate listening to Sting, but it's just such a backdrop to my entire life Me because too. My Me too. every single dad Sting. on earth yeah. needs to listen to Sting. Dude, to your dad is Sting. <laughs> and my dad. We actually realized that both of our dads... If you merge them together, it would look like Sting. <laughs> it would be Sting. It would be like the aggressiveness of Terry, the, the, the zenness of Tony, the two T's coming together. Yeah, and combined, they think... Hmm. Oboe is a very underrated instrument. <laughs> Sometimes for lunch, I just like to get a good French baguette and have sardines with it. <laughs> and others, I like Vegemite on whole grain, the cheapest bread. <laughs> but I like it toasted on one side. <laughs> toasted on one side. But man, we, we have had so many insights into Sting yeah. over the last week. We've just been thinking about that when we should have been doing work. And it is work because we've come to so many it's realizations. Real we, we had to come up with another video on dads that we're releasing. <laughs> and it's purely based off that. Miss Love's insight, I think, was the most pure, which is that if your dad was a dickhead, as in had an academic life and doesn't have that much pain, they're going to be into the Beatles. Yeah. Mm. which was And also the other thing that he had about it, which was mad as Gav McInnes's point, because I was saying, who likes the Rolling Stones over Beatles? And he was like, people like Gav McInnes, and this is their point. It's pretty much just, Stones, yeah, they've wrote the same song over and over again. They're pretty much just a cool, quirky uh, ACDC. That's fine. And that's what I want. I just want to rock out when I listen to the Stones. But the Beatles, it's basically just kids' music. We <laughs> live in a yellow submarine, Octopus's Garden. Look, this is one thing I'll say. The Beatles are better musicians, but they're also gay. And <laughs> 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 yeah, that's Gavin's point. Dude, Gavin is fucking funny. That's yeah. a good motherfucking yeah, he point. Is, man. He is Because it is. He's a funny they are Can you deny better it? musicians, but definitely more. Yeah, they're just facts. This is Gavin. I like. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. But, like, yeah, those... Beatles listening dads are the ones Jordan had a great line too, which is just like the the most trauma they're having. They're you know this is what they say to their kids like, I've got a tab of LSD in my sock drawer. Ooh, don't tell anyone. You know that's because that's what like Yellow dads, Submarine yeah. was also about, right? Just yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. just like you know what's kooky and subversive drugs, and I still do them here and there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> crazy. You know, whereas like, but who didn't do drugs? Like my all my parents did didn't. Drugs. Nah, well, yeah, they did, but they don't. They don't. Well, like you're musicians. Like we're talking about Rolling Stones, Beatles. No, no, no I'm talking about what, dads. What, what do all of them have? Oh, it's so dads, about dads, dads okay. people that listen to the Beatles. But I think that that's yeah. Like, look, but, but I think everybody empathizes. No, Jordan's dad and my dad were Sting listeners because they both had his dad's best friend fucking died in a wheat silo in Tottenham when he was a kid. My dad grew up in like essentially like. 
you know, Stalinist fucking Eastern Europe. Woo. So like those two characters don't resonate with like the Beatles. They resonate resonate with I'm a Croatian man in Sydney. There you go. There you go. And your dad just is like, mm, yeah, Norse Beach. And like, you know, anyone, any any dad that's been divorced resonates with Sting. That's how it works. And there's just something like, dude, the older you get, I remember that. And the other thing is, it just it's such a man music. And I'd really like to know any women listening to this, what your thoughts on Sting <laughs> are. Because I swear it'd just be the same as my mum. She was just watching Fields of Barley, the, the <laughs> film clip, and they must have gotten James Cameron to do it. It was in the 80s, but it's just this orange silhouette of him walking past a graveyard. And then the orange silhouette just highlights, I don't know, just French people drinking tea yeah, and, and like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> like it, was, it was the 80s. It must have cost like $10 million to make that effect. And it was just so cutting edge oh. at the time. I guess what she said. I remember just my mum watching that and I was just like, makes you think, right? And then she was just like, fuck Sting's a douche. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're fucking right. He is a douche. (laughs) He is a douche. But it's just something... (laughs) He's just hitting pain in men specifically. It was Jordan (laughs) Peterson, the musical. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Middle-aged men particularly. Middle-aged men with one, one or two young kids that's divorced making their own way they know what it's like to be an englishman in new york for some reason i thought like women would just throttle or sting yeah that's what i thought too but no don't it's for middle-aged men dude and like it's weird but you know what's really fucking scary i listened to that now and was kind of like like for a while i was kind of just like lame stupid like all all the sort of like tackiness of it and then now we're here i'm just kind of just like hope he's right over there in new york you know (laughs) me too I, I, I think that as well. It's Poor like, English man in New York is all by cut. himself. Yeah. I'm not an English man in New York, yet somehow I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life is tough being a legal they, alien. They drink coffee, he drinks tea. <laughs> it's just weird being... It's weird being 30 and resonating with it. I've got to yeah. say, just the fact that you go full circle and I, I, I really... Dad. I think 30 is that age where... You start seeing the side that you saw when you were a kid, mm. which was just like, this isn't D12, fuck this. And you also see just 40-year-olds being like, we don't have time for D12 right now. <laughs> Got to think. <laughs> what, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that, is that your number one things that dad do? Dads Are you 30 do? yet? No. Yeah, you're not there yet. Not yet. You're close though. And then, dude, you're going to hear this and then a single tear will come from, drop down from your eye. I don't get it. I, I still don't understand why it just resonates I with the male it. soul. I get it. Why? Because it's like, it's uh, it's uh, it's melancholy, it's uh, nostalgic, it's soft, it's vague, <laughs> it's spiritual, <laughs> and it's relatable. And a little bit of sprinkling of it's funny. <laughs> it's a perfect pie. <laughs> it's it's friendly joys <laughs> in ten really years. Funny. It's, it's really yeah, it's all of those things. It's mad. You know what it is? It's just a start, as soon as you start losing your hair, that's when you're just like, <laughs> I'm going to be on the toilet for a while. <laughs> Dropping some kids off at the pool. <laughs> but that's why the bloop, bloop, you're just like, that's not when use the best time to think. <laughs> <laughs> but how much better is it thinking about Mislav growing back his hair, but having the same thing I have of that, like, 
Russian man widow's peak <laughs> and just starting to just dress in full black with a black collared shirt and then just one day being like, well, Jordan, it's been a crazy ride, <laughs> but I have to do a sold-out concert to a stadium in Rio de Janeiro with my adult contemporary beats. I won't be needing any of these pedals. All I need is this acoustic guitar that I just bought from a pawn shop. And then he gets into a limo and I'm just like, are we going to do any scripts? And he's like, not today, friend. Maybe in another life. It's been real, man. And then just drives off in, a li- in an 80s limo <laughs> to the airport. And I just think, dude, come on. It's the direction Forest Hall needs to go. They need to rename themselves instead of the police, the cops. <laughs> And then you need to get there and your name needs to be Ouch when you come out. (laughs) Ouch, the cops. Yeah. You know what's funny? I like that. Fuck the police. The new Forest Hall material is not that far off that song. See, the next album. Guys, (coughs) you, you have to keep petitioning him. Everyone has access to Ali's Instagram because if he's desperate, very sad. Uh, need like <laughs> need in life to beat some chick that he knew in high school in follows. Did someone actually send me that? I mean, complete it, and I'll show you this. Week. <laughs> it's really, it's really on point. But yeah, go on, can continue your thought. But you need to keep petitioning Ali, and you need to flood Miss Love's inbox with just give us one adult contemporary song. <laughs> one, dude, I'm doing it. I'm actually you going to be. do that. I'm, I'm, I'm so keen. I'm, uh, and I'm I want illegal. a film clip to it. And I want that silhouette of an orange man walking around. I, I really want it. And I will pay for that black dress shirt and black pants if you don't have it. Dude, I, I, I did buy a suit in Vietnam. It's very like, the, the, the silk shirt under it is fun. Orange and floral. It's not the same as that, but... No, nah, yeah, no, nah, it can't no, be that. No, it needs to be more somber. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Check, check out this meme. Dude, I'll do it. There's nothing funny about adult contemporary. Yeah, dude, I, I'm so cute. Read the meme out, dude. I don't even know I have Instagram, more Instagram followers than some Insta oh, thought I had a crush on in high school. <laughs> it's just Can a... Can I see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I I'll love, explain it. I love this meme format. It's one of my faves. They don't even know. Holy fuck, Miss Love is the feels guy, isn't he? He looks yeah. like that. <laughs> Who, that guy? Yeah, you look like the feels meme. I am. And you do have a lot of feels. Yes, I do. That's just me. That's me. That's me at eighty percent of my life, standing in the corner, th- overthinking. I don't even know I have more Instagram followers than some random Insta thought. Crush on high school, dude. That's out. fucking gold. Who yeah. the fuck made Someone that? Someone sent me a meme which was like, "They don't even know I have more Instagram followers than some random Insta thought I had a crush on in high school." But hey, here's the Ollie. thing. Here's the thing. Just for you guys to know. Now that I have gotten more followers than her, I actually followed her on Instagram. Yes. And guess what? Arms she, she followed me back yes. in a second. Yes. Damn. And that only happened because my Instagram followers are higher than her. Let okay. me see what she looks like. <laughs> she looks like. <laughs> she um, doesn't know that you are. That or the fact that we are like high school friends, which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, uh, just on a side note, I reckon you should chat and check your emails, mate. <laughs> Uh, dude, those are like old memes that I get. It's insane. It's like thousands. No. Oh, that. No, that's like a, a bullshit account. <laughs> um, okay. His email had the thing of like, you have 7,000 unread messages. I'm a legal Pakistani girl. 
I'm Packy. If you guys want to see what Miss Love is checking out, her Instagram handle is Sophie Vibes. She lives in Stockholm and Toronto and Karachi. Make your mind up. Yeah, she was. I think she was like she's from Canada. She moved to Karachi when we were in high school. She's Canadian. Well, Packy Canadian. Yeah, she's pretty hot, dude. Well, actually, hold on. I believe so. She's hot. Jordan had the best point about her. It's like. That girl looks like she doesn't know what poor people look like. <laughs> <laughs> Her, Her dad had one of the biggest clothing brands in Pakistan. Uh. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? I don't know. But that's funny. <laughs> um, no, let me see some more. Man, I think, it could, I, I think this is a huge move for me. She's, but I think hot. that Sting is... Good a Good better goal. musician than Plies. Yeah, oh, <laughs> finally. Something we can agree on. Yeah, because Plies isn't ironically funny anymore. No, he still is. Sting is so niche. Yeah. <laughs> but Sting's really... He was really popular. He's still making albums, dude. Dude, he is. He's, he's still really holy popular. Holy shit, I'm so buying you that for your birthday. What's happening? An album of Sting. No, not an album. Don't worry. What? The Sting's album. best off. No, no, no. You wait. But like he's still super popular. Um, yeah, yeah a, you can't not be when you're that big. He played a he, he played like a footy final in Australia, like not that. Well, that's ago. that's very popular, isn't it? Him and Seal. <laughs> <laughs> and what, like, and that fucking and of course Scott Scott Australian one. Him in the living end. There, I don't want to do that. There, oh. I just want to do this. It's so but, uh, weird how many fingers in pies he has. It's just like just randomly rocking up in like. I can't even remember where it was, South Africa or something. And he's just like, live for one night only. I haven't even announced it. It's just me and Shaggy <laughs> singing wasn't me. That's right. Was that a thing? Yeah, that was a thing. That was one of his. And then the Dude. next day just being like, oh, yeah, happy diamond anniversary, Queen. Loved your mum. And that was it. And like, it's just weird like how his life just goes in and out of these. It's like that Nicolas Cage story. Yes. Wait, what Nicolas Cage Look, story? We were doing an interview. I was going to say, you should, you should, no, you should explain what we did. We were doing an interview uh, with uh, one of the stars, <laughs> the Johnny Knoxville of the stars, actually, that's coming out soon. And you will get a huge insight into all of these people that we have been incessantly talking about on this podcast and you have been paying money for for years that you have no <laughs> idea who they are. It is even more obscure than Ali just pointing out that chick from his high school <laughs> because at least he described it well. And we, we d- legal aliens, <coughs> the stars. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, they're, they're aliens to humanity, they're aren't they? Pretty far out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And I um, love that, man. What, what, what channel is that going to come out on? Because I want to check it out. Cooked too. Units. It's cooked gonna, they're going to start a new channel. Oh, wait. So they and it'll swim. most likely You're be the, the only episode. one. the episode. Yeah. And let's be real. The last one. Let's the be very, real. Very possible. Very possible. Or Adult Swim. I think he wants to pitch it to Adult Swim. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I, th- I really well, think that uh, Adult Swim is going into the highly sought-after market of cooking shows on YouTube that have no audience. Oh, fuck. Well, it's just stupid. Just build the audience no, of course. first, you yeah, know? No, no, no. Well, I think, at least I mean, just, like, publish a video. <laughs> publish a video first, then pitch. <laughs> Look, I think it's, it's so going to be true. the next right. big thing. It's like it's like we're pushing like the new hot wings, the hot ones, or whatever. The yeah, fuck Jordan actually at one point in the interview was just like, "Yeah, this is not inspired by hot ones at all." I was just like, <laughs> "So good." 
Dude, Ali, uh, our mate who was the host. So, you know, it'll be out there at some point. I don't know, but like he was, he, so it's called Cooked Units. And like, it's like- Oh, I thought it was Unix. Can we no. tell the story of the backlog to that? And then we'll give Sorry. you the Nicholas K story. That, We've got a lot that, of stories to regale you with. You go first. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So Borgino, who- Don't say his last name. Well, everyone's going to know in a second. He's a budding star. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's, he's gonna This generation's Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the disease? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets Parkinson's at like 32. And yeah, so it all started two years ago when- he was at one of his scary parties that we've relayed a few times before. Oh, but the this golf was the last one. one? That, that guy. But he was at one of those parties. He woke up and someone had jiggly puffed his face. They'd just drawn a moustache on him and made him a little monocle. And this is the key point here. Not out of a permanent marker, a whiteboard marker. And so he gets up, goes, okay, goes straight into the shower, washes all that off. Looks in the mirror, goes, hmm, there's only one thing for this. Smashes the mirror of his friend's house <laughs> that rents. I, mean, I, and I don't want to talk for him. That might, this might not be. Kicked, uh, f- from what we know, it could be different. Are kicked, they paying? They're not paying for this podcast. No. Yeah, so then you're all That's right. fine. Kicked the, uh, kicked the uh, shower door down. Walked out. <laughs> Uh, started like banging holes through the uh, walls with a hammer or whatever. <laughs> and on his way out, on his way out, this is because somebody had the audacity to draw, to put, monocle, to draw a monocle on his face in non-permanent marks. No, that's not true. That's not true. They painted his face and they tied his shoelaces together too. <laughs> oh, that changes the calculus. Yeah, that does. Now, this yeah, person yeah, yeah. shall Now, vandalism of your friend's house is warranted. <laughs> And not just vandalism of his friend's house. <laughs> then, then he just walks out. He sees Jarrah, who uh, I, I wouldn't surprise me if he's one of Sting's illegitimate love children. <laughs> <laughs> and looks at him and goes, well, you know, there's 50 people at this party. 40 of them are still asleep here. Must have been him. Walks into that bedroom and while he's conked out, like cannot move because of how hungover he is. <laughs> so he's hungover already. He feels like people have just been beating him inside of his head. And then Gabe proceeds to beat him in real life. Just starts pummeling this guy who he has no idea did it. Just assumes it was him. <laughs> really beats him. This is all on uh, the chat, uh, the house of love, right? He is the instigator of it. He is the Johnny Knoxville of the House of Love. Well, there's a lot the of last things. message is just Jarrah saying, can you pay for my medical bills? And then it just says, Gabe seen. Gabe has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. I'm, I'm on Gabe's side. <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? And if you knew Jerry, you'd be more on his side. You deserve that beating. And (laughs) who drew the shit on Gabe? He fucking did deserve it. Let's stop paying out. Who who drew the shit? Uh, Mystery remains. But no, no one knows. Yeah, I don't know who did it. It was just a mystery. As if you're after that from that, like you know, uh, you know, a, a, a a suspect 
a suspicion beating, <laughs> you're just going to own up to it and be like, yeah, it was actually me. You're going to keep that to yourself to the grave. <laughs> I hope it wasn't Jarrah just for the story. Like, and, and definitely wouldn't have been. Either. It wasn't. It's Jared. <laughs> Suspicious beat. I like that. <laughs> so anyway, then, then he just goes away. He quits his band, Slug Punch, and he, he, he just goes into his like little uh, cave, I suppose. And he sits in there and everyone's like, where the fuck is he? And then he comes out. And he's made this dossier. He's put heaps and heaps of effort into, I think, the font because the font was perfect. <laughs> but then it just has, it, it, it's like a two-page proposal just explaining like absolute shit with like so much double spacing. It would put goosebumps to shame <laughs> how much there was there. And then the title just has a picture of that fat Italian chef that's on every pizza box going, hmm. <laughs> And then in running writing underneath it, it says cooked units. <laughs> and it moves up voices to me and he just says, like, he wants you to be in this. And then I was just like, <laughs> sold. Didn't read anything but just that Italian chef. I'm in, dude. No, I'm story. in. I'm in. And all these other celebrities who's asking, Sticky Figures, uh, all these other, like, Triple J stars that I can't remember the names of at the moment, all of them were just like, you have to have they more to this to that. And I was just like, no, you don't. That is all you need. But yeah. I do like the other point of this as well. This is amazing. He shows the proposal to Miss Love, right? What the fuck is Miss Love supposed to do with a proposal to a television show? <laughs> That's, that's what he's giving the pitch to. He gave the pitch to Miss Love. He's a mover and shaker. I'm the exec. Like, the I guy become <laughs> fucking like the head of Fox Foxtel, and I make or break like you know like upstart a show <laughs> zero budget. Like, yeah, what am I supposed to the do? The guy like, while live on Twitch says, "Hey, don't say that. We're gonna go on Twitch in a little bit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And the best part about all of this is. The time between that proposal and the first episode of Cooked Units, two years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, they probably showed it to Miss Love to get you to do the first episode. They did, but like... <sighs> but still, don't you think that you would have shown it to other people? Yeah, like... You know, why Patrick was it just like, Miss Love, this is for your eyes only. All right, after I this, I want you that. to... This this proposal will self-destruct <laughs> after that. The pizza man will just get out a lighter underneath and just be like, that's a nice of you, and then just goes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> Miss Love's dead. Uh, uh, what did you say? That's a nice of what? <laughs> that's enough for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Tom Cruise. This was self-destruct. It's like... It's like it's like the first Quran or the first Bible, you know. It's just like yeah, it was just for text. you, and Look, you did become the messenger of it as well. I so did. it did work. His his <laughs> amazing pitching, <laughs> pitching it to Miss Love worked yeah. over like oh, you years. Won. It was just ye It was like years of uh, you know like crafting and like uh, honing, <laughs> honing. Years, <laughs> literally years. <laughs> and what is it? What's the proposal of the show? We get maggot and you buy groceries and you cook them for me. What? So we had to buy our own, <laughs> this is fucked. We had to buy our own groceries. For the cooking show. Uh, <laughs> he provided, it was very generous of him, the saucepans. <laughs> and he didn't even do that. I had a dolsop bowl, so I was doing dolsop bibimbap, so I provided the cooking utensils for me. Ah, fuck, you 
wait, so that's the show. Like you get you, you this is the show. You buy groceries and you cook for me. Yes, and cook you get hammered. You. Yeah. And you get like a, a very real chance of getting cancelled because I'm going to be asking you real hot boxed questions while you're, while you're hammered, hammered and you're a political commentator. Yeah. Go. <laughs> and, and dude, I still like, I was still just thinking about that Italian chef and I was thinking it's, it's all worth it for that. <laughs> but you guys have dude, fun. It was if like I went lady. out for that, that is the right way to go. <laughs> if there's one thing that Gabe is good at, it's destroying people's lives. <laughs> Th- that needs to happen. Uh. <laughs> I told, I told you, I'm like, imagine if this is the thing you go out on, and uh, like, it would be perfect. It would be perfect. Just haunted by that. Yeah, should never have trusted me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just amazing. So, I think we should just exp- we should just talk through it because it was just insanity. It was, uh, like, just the key points. But uh, well, the other point is, I just need to say this. Yeah, yeah. Like, to give I you an idea. It is amazing. This man, because he's just such a... <laughs> as I was saying to you before off air, Ali, his one professional skill in life is vibing. Yeah. He's basically just a walking amoeba that just dances into parties with like a bandana on and a keychain wallet that he didn't get rid of since he was in year six. <laughs> and he, he rocks up and fucks every single girl there. Sometimes his friends and just like, yeah, whatever, it's Gabe, you know? And so the, then he just, and then he just goes out, right? So he's very, very good at vibing. Yeah. And as a result, he was able to wrangle in some of the most distinguished yeah. film people in Australia. Yeah. So he'd film this for him for free. There was a hundred. We were figuring it out. It was like easily a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and labor there because it was a full camera crew of full film I don't know twelve people there. Wow. Twelve film, people there, and they set. do charge like a hundred thousand dollars for an Optus commercial. And he's yeah. doing it for free. We're charging people and giving them shit quality shit. Uh, Look, you got to pay for your own pudge. We had to pay for our own dinners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't called cooked pods, you know. Like, <laughs> Wait, so how is he? Af- how does he afford? Like, without a channel like, existing, gave, uh, how does he yeah, through the power of vibing. Yeah, he's figured it out. Money is just an energy, like everything else. So he's not paying for anything. He's just like no. cashing favors. No, no, no. He's cashing in favors, and that's the only favor that he's going to get because everybody else was sitting there saying, "This is funny and this is cool," but. We do have jobs and multi-million dollar companies to run, so we can't do this for 200 views on YouTube as a profession. Sorry, Gabe, and he was just like, pretty disappointed, but I guess I can see where you're coming from. And... <laughs> which is pretty much his response to that. Now, who wants names? Uh, one of the film guys is paying for it. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You, you know what? I bet he just oh, wanted to hang out. I think he just wanted to hang out. Well, that's what, that's what he that's said. That's what he said. And you know what else so he was saying? Like, dude, he was—it was actually quite kind of sad because he was just like, man, Sweet. it's really sad just thinking that my mates have just made it so much that like I have to get a hundred fifty thousand dollar film crew to get Fuck. you three to get to get us three together. Hey, oh, like he has really deep moments. That is sad. He's he's. Intense. He's he, intense, he, he, isn't he's he? There, there is moments like that with Gabe that are like really, yeah. Like you, 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 you remember again why you're friends with him, you know? Dude, Dude. during when I was cancelled, apart from you guys, and I was so happy that all of you stuck together, except for that piece of cunt that used to do this <laughs> podcast. But uh, everyone else, <laughs> <laughs> he might be paying for this. 
<laughs> good, <laughs> good. <laughs> Pay more. You're a piece of cunt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say uh, that he's helped us. He did help shout the few things. Ah, shut the fuck up, man. Go on. <laughs> but yeah, he was the only guy that I am not in at least semi-daily contact with that actually sent a text being like, hey, man, hope you're all right. Fuck the haters, hey. Yeah, that's, that's cool. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's that's cool. he is a good dude. He's also just a party monster. Yeah, <laughs> he is a fucking. I party remember monster. his anecdote when, because this was when, <clears throat> so there was a time period when I was desperately trying to get laid, and oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and I was uh, unsuccessful. And I remember like just hanging out with Gabe once. Oh really? And seeing his energy, and then Miss Love telling me how he fucks everyone. I was like, man, uh, Gabe is my hero. And then apparently, <laughs> and then apparently. You told him that or something, yeah. and then he went into like a really deep discussion with you. That you came back to me and you told me apparently, Gabe, this is what you said. Yeah, Gabe, you told Gabe about it, and he was like, Well, sometimes you know, you, you wake up next to someone and you look at them and you remember you don't know what their name is, <laughs> and you realize, Is this worth it? Is this life really worth it? Basically, he was trying to reach out to you and say, yeah, I fuck a lot of women, but man, my life sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he is exactly your discovery that you found out in life that there's two options in life. You either become really successful or you fuck a lot of women. Yeah. You, both can't, have awesome both. you, each other. you can't have both. You can fuck a lot of women <laughs> after getting Until you get to like yeah. Putin level. <laughs> you know, but until then, like you're really on your own. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, I, I've, I don't know. Like, as always, it is a party with Gabe. Yeah, man. And there was a point where I was getting really maggoted on camera. We were doing and shots. And I was getting really scared. I was, I was, I was drunk and thinking, man, I am going to get cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I was scared too. I, I was the soberest. Because, like, when I started to get feel a bit drunk, I was just like, I was at that cusp where I was just like, I was, I was drunk. And I was at this cusp where I'm just like, I'm going to do the, I'm, I'm going to go against my better judgment. And slow down on the drinking, which I'm glad I did because I, I was the least drunk there. So I, I like I, I and when like Miss Love says least drunk, he means two bottles of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, well that's true as well. Both well, of yeah, those things are true. I did drink a lot, but like uh, <laughs> least drunk. Drinking. But I was the, I, like I felt I felt like I was Jordan's like like it was just like Miss Love and Jordan interviewee, and I was like yeah yeah yeah. I'm making a, I'm making pasta, and I, I just felt like I was Jordan's PR person. Like I felt like I needed to protect him a bit. Well, yeah, because it was well, your, it was dude, on. What you. is a Guido other than like a PR true, dude? True, yeah. like, true, true. And I just realized, like, uh, not just realized, but Miss Love told me today how he made you something. You, you made him like lunch or some shit. Today. And I was like, dude. We're in fucking entourage. Yeah. He is Johnny Drama. Yeah. He's making yeah. food for you. Yeah. I'm basically E, like You're you say. You're basically E. And it's so <laughs> weird. I used to think as a child, I used to watch that show and I was like, man, what a life, man. And what we're a falling fucking into life. That, dude. And yeah, like, we fucking, we're in that life. Yeah, mm. sure. We're Vince, yeah. I've uh, never seen it. Drama, I to, I'm going to start watching it just e. to see because it's my life's biopic, you know. Christo's Ari. Yeah, we need a turtle. We got gold. Yeah, all we need is a turtle. But at the same time, do we, we really need, need a, we a turtle? We don't need a turtle. We just yeah. don't need a turtle. Turtle doesn't bring shit to the table. Oh, he's <laughs> such an excessive character. Oh, really? Johnny Drama brings food. Johnny Drama brings like, dude, you are Johnny Drama. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Drama used to bring like, yeah, he used to cook for Vince. He also would like take care of Vince as like a little brother. And he would right. like the PR thing. Yeah. He was more like, um, 
The brains. Yeah, I don't like this movie. Like, this movie sucks. Come it on, It doesn't feel right. Like, right. We've got to go for better. And then Ari getting pissed off at you. What do you know about movies, you dickheads? Like, I know when a good movie is a good movie. And it, we're Damn. fucking living the entourage, like, minus all the pussy. <laughs> like, yeah, speak for yourself. Oh, actually. Yeah, that's not even minus all the pussy. Yeah, that's not Johnny even true. Johnny Drama is clearly <laughs> doing it, but... Holy shit, I am that guy. Um, oh. But, but just to... Just to go back into that like yeah i felt protective and like he we both look he did very well it was mad he red pilled everyone it was sick but um but dude there was a point where i was like really drunk the cameras were rolling <laughs> they were filming me and then i was just having that spin out going like fuck i'm done for here man i'm way over my head i shouldn't I was, be doing this yeah, i was worried I, I can't be drunk while someone is asking me loaded political questions <laughs> and trying to cook yeah. It's a big oh, ask. And it's a big, big mind. ask. Keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. <laughs> Keep this in mind. Full set. Full set. So like DP, director, two cameras, Dolly, assistant director. And then just like six randoms, seven randoms. And people that are like close and like sort of like inner West hipsters staring at us. And like, it was like... And his blast from the past as well of all these people that I haven't spoken to in like five years school? that just decided to sit in and watch. Yeah, uh, and not just that. It was kind of was just it like... weird? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like I, I was dying. Ultimate pressure. Ultimate pressure. And all of these people that had also died were just like Dude. sitting around in my hospital bed staring at me. It and I was just like, like, I remember you and you. It kind of felt like that. It kind of felt like purgatory. Yeah. Like thinking back now, I'm like, did that happen? It was weird. It's uh, That's so gay. But that's just... if. It, that is the exact environment that that man concocts. Yeah. And especially this point, because I turn to him after having all of that realization and I grab his shirt and I say, Gabe, what have you done to me? And he has this annoying little vape <laughs> that was tougher than an actual cigarette. It was, it was just so, so menthol yeah. yeah. And then he just puffs on it and he goes like, yeah, welcome to Sin Town, baby. Population you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny, dude. You know what? I think this show is going to be really funny, and I want to watch it. It potentially could be it really good. Was really funny, yeah. and also the same thing with Gabe. It just makes a lot of sense how he's been able to get by in life with uh, I, I don't think ever having a job, <laughs> and that is pretty much like it's just that it's just. Funny moment, followed by scary moment, <laughs> followed by deep moment, wash, rinse, and repeat. Wow, that's a really apt, I, I, uh, I like, apt I, observation. I want Isn't I want to see that conversation generally. I'm like actually waiting for this episode well, listen to this. when it listen, comes out. Listen to this. Well, listen. the only episode. <laughs> well, look, there might be more of it. Well, he already, well, it's funny because, yeah, by the end, he like already was kind of like, or quit before it even came out. Which is also a classic game. Yeah, well, he said, uh, I quit. No, he was just well, like... Well, like how he spent <laughs> 10 years on an album and then he releases it and then goes, yeah, okay, that's it. I'm done with music. That's a very Gabe pattern mm. in life. And it was the same with this. I was saying, what, so you're going to quit because you don't have access to $150,000 worth of equipment and film crew? <laughs> well, I, I don't see another way around it. Have you tried a camera phone? <laughs> Just wouldn't like, be at the same level. You gotta, you no, it wouldn't, crew. but it's still a second episode. <laughs> you gotta pay. It's the entire crew is nodding. Yep, camera phones are good. Yeah, <laughs> the and they were, dude. Like when I was making all those points, they were doing exactly that. She's got a point. Yeah, it's the good. opposite of like pragmatism versus like idealism. You're the pragmatic. He's the idealistic. I have. I used to be very idealistic too, but I've whittled that down. Thanks Dave. to thank fucking Jimmy's. God, dude. Yeah, but um. 
That is unreasonable idealism, yeah, too. Yeah, it's like that it's I like need that like an intense fucking hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollar crew yeah. for me to shoot this really, really basic good show. Really good cameras. Yeah, I, I'm I'm no doubting it. I'm sure yeah. that they were really good, but like. You do not deserve those cameras just yet. Yeah. You you eventually. I don't deserve those cameras. <laughs> yeah, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> they were taken away from us because we don't deserve those cameras. <laughs> but, but like, um, I I was just gonna say it was so it was so funny, dude. The last shot. So it's called cooked units. Mm. We're supposed to get cooked. And like, he's the host, right? He. I mean, we're all supposed to get cooked, but like, as we cook, but you know, but you know, it turned out that like. Jordan was like, uh, I, I'm going to drink waters because he's, you know, he's intelligent. He has some actual fucking foresight. Yeah. yeah, some foresight and some actual like street smart knowledge. I sure Also, is. we had a pretty bad experience with that on the pod. <laughs> that almost got us canceled. So No, this was after. We're done. Yeah. He started drinking after. Oh, waters you stopped after. drinking after. Yeah, he was still drinking the whole time. He didn't oh. give a shit. He just went all balls out. But, um... Which was fine. If anything, they were trying to cancel me. <laughs> Which is like, oh no, my audience of my mum. But uh, <laughs> you know, like sound. <laughs> but like, uh, uh, do you really have? You know, mum messaged me after the last podcast. Goes, Mace, do you really have rats? And I was like, <laughs> you know what I said? You know what I said to her? You know what I said? I got really pissed off. I was like, mum. No one over 25 is on Twitch. Can you f- stop watching this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what she said? She goes, okay. Oh, <laughs> it pissed me off. It's like, stop fucking going through a fine tooth comb over my r- dumb pod where you measure out dick sizes and pay each other out about fucking yeah, the dude, dumbest shit on earth. Like, uh, anyway. My uh, mom. But I digress. I digress. But basically, sorry. No, no, no. That's that's good. I, I want so all those high school people that you met after five years. What was like the what was the conversation like with them? Wait, wait, wait. Let me just say what I was gonna say. We're supposed to be drunk. He got so drunk that he couldn't say the closing line of the show. He couldn't say the tagline. Cooked union. And the tagline was... That was like two-thirds of the show was getting him to say the last <laughs> the line. Tagline, the it was, making of was better Dude, than it, the was the the it was the room. It was the room. You know how like he just couldn't do like, I did not kill her. I did not. That's that was all, all he had to dude, say. That's what, he's not exaggerating. The, the making of, <laughs> dude, and, and they only started well, filming. He's also inexperienced, dude. Like, no, remember he, the first time you were on camera? How many times did you fuck up your lines? Not that many. He was hammered. <laughs> he was absolutely belted. And like, it was like an hour of him just being like, it was incredible. Like, like, yeah, it was literally, they should have filmed the making of because it would be better than the show. It was just like, thanks for watching Cook's Units. We cook the units. <laughs> I'll show you a photo. Uh, well, you can't one. show the audience yeah. a photo. No, just Ali. I don't care. You guys will have to imagine this, but these are the photos I took of him at the end of the set. Uh, sorry, end of the set. Oh, so he's in this picture. He <laughs> is uh, very passed out. And... Uh, it's just him on the ground and <laughs> on all of these people. <laughs> yeah, it's just a crew around him. <laughs> a crew around him. The $100,000 crew. And he's just on the ground. And I remember him being like, boys, I'm pretty fucking belted. And it, the, a big tagline of the making of it was like, it's your show, man. It's your show. Because they had to push it and be like, and they're like, dude, it's your show. Like, you have to, you have to have, need more questions. Like, 
do we have to do the tagline? It's like, yeah, man, it's your show. Like, <laughs> oh, but it was so funny. I've never seen it. So it's just like it's so drunk. Just uh, th- Dude, thanks for watching cooked units. Next time, we- fuck, fuck, do it again. Dude, cooked units. Like, it was incredible, dude. It was you know what else I will say? Basically, my friend, baby, dude. He, you know how many times? Yeah, he's that's like trying to that convince is me baby. to do a podcast, and you're like, okay, let's do it, and then he's like, all right. He'd start like drinking and then like tossing <laughs> out, and you're like, oh. But dude, it's great. What yeah, are that's you him. doing? That's like, him. It's him, but it's fun and it's entertaining as shit. But um, that's true. But you know what else I'll say? He did well. Everyone on set really looked up to Miss Love. I don't know about that. Dude. No, that's it's true. I, I feel dude, like that's, you, that's how do you feel about that, Miss? Well, look, if that's true, I feel very unworthy and simultaneously very proud. <laughs> you, know, you know, like what? I'm uh, very proud you don't of that. Think if they were. I think they were really why do you interested think in what is? you why had do you to say. say? Is, yeah. Really? Okay, well maybe maybe you're right. But why do you think that yeah, I don't, that's a cool that's awesome if you Well dude I think, think that the, the the friends that we had there from high school were definitely like, wow, Mishlove came good. Yeah, I think so. That and I can see that too. I can see that. Don't too. you think? Yeah, I, I can see that actually. Well, and the miss, crew were really interested in what you had to say. They were reacting to because on was paper, saying, Miss, sure. you're like fucking, you're killing it on paper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what a fucking a moment! Dude, we're in the show again. We're in the show. That was a but great like, moment. think about it. You're writing. First of all, writing is not an easy job, and you should be proud of that. Like oh, writing dude. is a difficult gig. Writing comedy is a difficult gig. I am and proud. And you of do that. it. I am proud of you that. Do, you, you also have a you're a star on a success, moderately successful yeah. podcast. No, it's one of the best. Well, it's one of the you biggest own in Australia. A house. One of the biggest in Australia. Man. You, you owned a house. Yeah, it's true. Right? And and now what what do you do? You just fuck hot women. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's all again. And his room's mad. <laughs> he stayed. He's, he, by the, the house way. is fucked, but his room is amazing. We it's just so, like that slept, temple in Batman. Yeah, it is. We, he, we oh, you slept so, over at the yeah. red house? Same How bed. Was it? So we stayed in the bed again. He was so you, drunk. And it was that, yeah. I just woke up first thing in the morning. You see Miss Love's face without a shirt on, being like, morning, tiger. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman cave is a good way of dis- explaining yes, it. Yes. Describe yeah. my room to Ali. You walk in, and this is the amazing thing as well. He's written all of his self-help quotes instead of me when I was 20 on post-it notes. He can now afford, I think, (laughs) C-scroll. It looks like ancient Tibetan Buddhist hymns or something that are just like draped around his room. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool. It smells like incense. It's clean. I never would have thought I'd see that. Did you clean it up for Jordan? No, it was actually messy. No, no, it was messy for his standards, which was... Amazing. Yeah, I'm keeping shit tight. My room is my temple now. Yeah, That's, he yeah. puts little stickers on every self help book he's read. So the room is room. just littered with quotes, even on the tables, everywhere. Yeah, and then room. there's uh, obviously because it's Miss Love, just a you know like a, a, a storage unit of pedals. Small there's, warehouse. Yeah, there's a small warehouse of pedals everywhere, and everywhere that you walk on, it's just like <laughs> you can't. These. I assume that there is floorboards under that. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That's pretty... I like that. That's what I imagine Miss Love's room to look like. It should look like that, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... That's great, though. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you step... Oh, you're killing me. 
But yeah, that, that, thank you. I appreciate that. And and that is the very apt. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you saw it actually in a roundabout way. It was really cool that you could see the, the vibe. But um, I was just really amazed at... But thank you for that, dude. I appreciate it. I, I Yeah. I hope... Look, I don't know, man. I'm not that good at... I think I'm very self-critical with everything. Like even like when I write a song that's good, I'm like, it could be better. You know, like... I can enjoy things, but I think that whenever it's creative stuff, like I'm pretty harsh on myself. Same way you are. Like I am harsh on myself. So if someone's like, that's good. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's just the whole thing of like, you keep yourself hungry. You don't want to be satisfied. So then you don't keep pushing. Maybe it's like a self, you know, it's like a psychological thing Man, that I've, people do. I've actually got a weird story that's kind of similar to that on that deep point. So <coughs> last year, right? So wait, twenty <coughs> end of 2019, I was still working at Dan Murphy's. And I was supposed to go to Pakistan with Jordan. Yeah. And just before going to Pakistan, I quit my job without knowing what's going to follow, right? There was nothing as like, oh, that the, the podcast was not nearly earning nearly as much. Uh, the, the fucking, there was no shirt. Like, I was just, I was like, I'll figure it out. I need to get out of this. And once you kind of, you, when you get out of it, I ended up figuring out, right? Mm. About a month ago, I get a call from one of my old uh, Dan Murphy uh, mates, right? And he's like, hey, we're all hanging out at this beer pub. Usually I avoid going to any of this stuff, but this time I was like, okay, I've, I've said no. And I'm not kidding, like at least 10 times, mm. I'm going to go for this one. I go there, dude. You know, the experience was so shit. <laughs> well, no, no, not for the reason that you think. So now I'm hanging out with all these people who has to work with. One of them used to be my direct manager. Mm. Someone that I like kind of looked up to as in the way that... You know, as much as you can look up to a manager, like just yeah. I was in that zone of like, teach me what you know, mm. dude. Oh, so my manager ends up uh, getting fired from the job. Um, he's a total drunk now. He just he's an Jesus. alcoholic. His his uh, fiance left him, Ugh, and he shit. was he was looking at me and he was telling Classic me this, Sting right? Listener. The guy <laughs> he's gonna be listening to Sting. The guy who I used to look up to as like my boss mm. is looking at me and he's saying this. He's like. But you know what? Things aren't so bad. My mom said if I clean up, she'll buy me a dog. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I felt really bad. Then I look at the other guy, right? This this other guy who I also used to work with. And he's just like, it's like so what do you do? He's like, well, um, so I, uh, I, I got fired from that job. But then like I got a severance package of $25,000. And now I'm a professional pokies player. <laughs> And I was like, wait, I thought you, because I've never played, legitimately I hadn't played pokies ever before that. And I was like, um. Oh, uh, pokies, not poker. Pokies. <laughs> so then I said, like, job. I thought that it, the, the whole thing is rigged against it you. Like, is. don't you get like 80 cents on every dollar that you put in or like even less, less than that? Yes, dude. The and he was like, one in 10. Well, if, you do, if, if you're bad at it. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you're bad at it? Dude, that's all that guy does. So he's the same as the all, dog And guy. then I met this other guy who was there and he his life is also like really shit. And I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what? I'm fucking glad I quit. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, because, oh, what the fuck? That's brutal, dude. It was, it, I came back home and I, I I couldn't sleep for it. Like, I, because it wasn't the guys. The guys were like, they were my colleagues and you can understand them fucking up. But then like, a guy who I consider to be my boss, my manager, is like, his life is absolutely crashing. Dude, this, and you know what all of them had in common? Which I didn't. They all worked for a beer. They were like excited about 5 p.m. Yeah, when they can go out yeah, to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, I, yeah. and like, I, I, I you, to add to that. whatever you end up, like, this is a, an important message. And after looking at that, I'm kind of scared. Like, 
whatever you do, man, you've you, like find something that you're passionate about and and keep going at it. Like all this pussy beer stuff, just forget about it. You Definitely. don't want to. You don't want to do that. Like Definitely. beer is fun for a little bit, and then eventually you you'd hate yourself. Well, that was the whole thing when we just entered Gabe's reality. <laughs> it, you know. It was fun for about 70% of the night. And then after that, you just feel really wasted, too wasted. You, you feel sick. Jordan, I, I Jordan spewed like spewed. six times. And then I woke up next to Miss Love naked. <laughs> you know? That, and that's, that's just what an no, yeah, that was That's the just what happens. That's, that's a work night. Yeah. That's a work night for them. <laughs> that's what happens when you, uh, yeah, as you say, work for That's such a good way of putting it. Work for a beer. Because I, mean, I think that's what everybody there was doing. They were all working for a beer. And so they looked at me and they were just like, whoa, you cook one fish for lunch instead of a hundred? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, look, cook slides definitely, I, I definitely, the next day, that's nothing on the show. I was just because, well, it is because we were drinking a lot. But the next day I was like hungover, tired, depressed, and I hadn't been drinking really all year. So that was actually, it was one of those moments where it was kind of just like, you know, what's the, like, it was kind of the moment of like Mr. Burns when Homer, sorry. Yeah. When, when Homer beats him up and Burns like, thank you. Thank you. I kind of should do that to Gabe to be like, thank you. I'll never drink again. You know, mm. like I'll have a beer, sure. A glass of wine, but like, I don't, I'm at the point now where I don't see the advantages of alcohol. I've gone on like dates that are better without it. Like there's no, I don't need it to be loose and, there's no need I, I have zero need for it i i enjoy like one drink at the end of the day maybe certain days mad i don't know like i need 10 i like the taste of alcohol so like i think it's I, like i don't want to i don't want to get i don't want to binge drink anymore i think the drinking ever? the drinking maybe one every 10 years i like the drinking is part of it i think it's an attitude thing like literally today so this morning i was uh in my room and i looked through the window right and there's a delivery guy who's delivering his shit um, to my house. And, uh, and I like my immediate thought was, man, look at that guy. He's working hard. What the fuck am I doing over here? But you know what I was doing? I was researching me and Mar for a successful podcast that I'm about to go to. I was doing shit. Of course you but were. But in my head, I was like, I'm not doing anything. But that's the that well, It's just what I'm saying is like, that's the attitude I think is, is helpful. Yes. When you're constantly just thinking, I'm useless and I need <sighs> to do something. I wouldn't say even, yeah. even no, when you're true. doing something. Because like it took me a little bit to realize, wait, hold actually, on a minute. Right. I'm actually working right you're now. Right, and right. I am doing things. Yeah. Like I literally just finished off this design thing. Now I'm doing some research on me and my and my day is fucking booked. Yeah. But like my yeah. immediate thing was like, what am I I'm not doing no, anything. I'm are, just sitting here. Yeah. But I think that's like a good way to just lead like always be kind of insecure about what you're doing. Definitely. Well, Brian Tracy has a really good quote on that. He's just like, if you're not going to sleep four nights a week worried, you're not doing enough. Damn. And I think, do you think we're all, we all say that commonality of like, um, you know, like I was saying, because I think you're similar to me and probably you are too, but I was saying about how like, don't really take compliments well because it's like if you, if you rest on your laurels, it's not, it's not like paranoia or fear. It's just like, it's that thing of being like, no, I can always do better. And it's that search is exciting. That's the part that's exciting. You know what I mean? Like you told me, I remember when like you said that people started being like liking you and congratulating you and giving you praise. You're just like, you get to a point where you're just like, eh, it's satisfying for a bit, but then it's kind of not satisfying. It's just nothing. What's satisfying is pushing yourself 
and 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 uh, advancing, like topping what you did previously. I tell you what was satisfying though. Mm. A lot of those people in that crowd that I just always remember. <coughs> it's it's kind of hard. It's it's slack to say, but it's kind of true. They're just they're just not very good listeners. Like they went to Newtown, so they're all very narcissistic. But they're also very <laughs> they're performers. That's they're performers. They're performers, right? And they are very talented and stuff. And they're just not really there with you. They're kind of just thinking about their next thing, right? Mm. Right. But dude, they're all engrossed with that interview. They were. With both of us. I mean, that's... From start to finish. It's super for sweet. For like three hours. It's super sweet that you said that they cared what I think because like, I'm like, look, I don't know. Maybe if so, I th- I'm really proud of that and that makes me stoked. Well, the other thing that was incredible as well is that you could definitely tell that all of them were sitting there thinking, wow, Mislov has a skill, which is really strange to think, but it is actually a skill yeah. to talk when a camera is on. It is, but that's thanks to this. Dude, no, dude, you were good when you started. Uh, Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, you've started. gotten better. I'm not saying that yeah. for five years you've been stagnant. No, but no. what I'm saying is, like, you, your starting point was actually pretty good, too. Right. Yeah. Well, okay, that's As is Gabe's. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. His starting he point's great. He did very well. But, like, I mean, I was going to say, like, how do you feel about it? Because, like, they were... I think with me, they were surprised. More just being like, he's not a total fucking retard. Damn. And then, like, you know, started saying shit. And they're just like, maybe even learned something. But then Which was amazing. He was able to, and it was such a satisfying moment, Ali. He was able to school hipsters on Trump and win. <laughs> That's some Dershowitz shit right there. Jury's out if I won, but I think I held my own pretty well. But like, how do you feel about you know they were there for you, dude? Yeah, dude. What do you what, dude, do, what you do you think about, about that? that when you when you went they were in there, there for you and you sm- and he smashed it. He red pilled them all. He was dropping like he was dropping uh, Chomsky, Edward Bernays, the propaganda model. Um, like heavy, heady shit. Yeah. While you know? they were like, while well, Gabe w- could barely string a sentence together, Gabe just kept saying, "How well, do you dude, feel?" Dude, that's it. Like it's this thing that um, but he was hammered. I but think Neil was, was talking about on the podcast with you too. What? Um, that while while like all all of your mates and everyone was just like, when you finish high school and there's no like sort of uh, restrictions on you, because like now you're kind of you're free to become a loser if you want to, right? After you've turned eighteen. Like, while they were fucking doing that, figuring out, like, what pussy's their favorite, what drinks are their favorite, like, Jordan was just fucking yes. reading up on Edward Bernays and, and exactly. reading up on... And I was, I was in that elk, too. I always say, Jordan, with, with all of this, Which means me it's never too late. It's never too late. Yeah, but, like, you know, I, all, all, all fucking kudos to, to friendly Jimmy's over here, because, like, I always think of it as, like, I was in some, like, stagnant pond, and he was just like, give me a hand. I'm like, huh? Ah, and then pulls me out. I'm like, the light's blinding me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's called the Today Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Today Show. What is the Today Show? <laughs> but like, how do you feel, how Jordan? Do you feel like, I've got. I've, I've, I, I, I want to know how you feel, but like, I want to give one more question. Look, when I was when I was at school, right? When I was young, I used to fantasize about this thing that one day I'm gonna come back to this school, not as a student. But as one of those, you know, those speakers who have done things yeah. in life and then they tell. Yeah. And I used to like literally fantasize about that. That's While someone awesome. was doing it, I used to think, oh, maybe one day that's, I can come back. And I can cool. tell them, like, whatever. You are in that position, kind of, right? Totally, not kind of. Well, he's not going back to like Newtown Performing Arts. But like, Dude, but, but could. You, you could. I if don't you think wanted. I'd be invited. What does uh, it. I think you would be. But what's yeah. it like? First of all, did you ever well, think that? Not. Did you, uh, the, the, like, did you ever have that fantasy of like, I want to come back to my peers? With, 
with some success under my belt. How does it feel? You know what? I did want to do this and they wouldn't let me. Uh, yeah, I remember having this. I remember thinking one day I'm just going to go and do sellout nation tours doing stand-up and I'm going to come back and do my test shows at Newtown so that they can upgrade their crap performing arts theater. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so cheap, yeah. It's and so then, yeah, like, I, I was just like, hey, yeah, I can get you in, like, 200 a night easy. Do you want me to do it here? And they're just like, we don't need your business. Really? Like, well, they, they Are you that serious? Yeah. That actually fucking Wait, happened. Wait, yeah. how long ago was this? Yeah, when was that? Maybe two years ago. Oh my oh, god, they and, and, I, and I, I've got Sandy to put in this full proposal and thing of just being idiots. like, I don't know, he sold, can't remember how much, thirty thousand tickets that year. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I never knew this. Oh my god, dude, that's what very nice because like too risk averse. Well, what was like, but two years ago, that's bold, most that's of your controversy happened in like the last year or so. Yeah, right? I know. The, is Mr. Gray still the principal? Yeah. Man, if if Spink, uh, if if Anne or Spink was there, so like bring him in. <laughs> the more controversial, the better. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking idiot! That's un- unbelievable. Like you're an alumni. That's yeah, that was that, that was. Really and sad. what they'll get like sticky fingers to come and like yeah, rocking that. Probably. Well, that's the same thing with everybody. Consent. It's the same with like Albo. It's like I sing your praises every day. For uh, maybe uh, let's do a uh, accurate trail of how much content I put out praising Labor every week. Seven hours, seven hours a week, Jeez. praising you. Uh, do you want to sit down for an interview? Absolutely not. Oh, the sticky fingers who have beaten up their girlfriends a million times. Yeah, I don't see anything controversial about that. I'll take a photo with you boys. Why not? Fuck. What the hell is that? that what the hell is that, dude? I have Bill Maher complex here. Like, it's just like, it's just like, why won't you come on my show, Obama? It's just like, I'm not going to give you a reason. What the hell? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Well, look. This might make you feel better. It's like one of those. No, no, no. This will make you feel better. He wouldn't. He wouldn't interview the stickies now. That was a long. I think he would. Nah, he, that was a long time ago, dude. Was it? Yeah, that was a long time. Ago. Oh, that does make me feel anymore, a lot better. Yeah. Like stickies are not that big. Yes, they are. Oh man, they sold no, out Acer the arena in Sydney two nights in a row. How many does that hold? Like 10,000 or something like that. And you they also had They're sex with every big. girl in Newtown. Yeah, of Not course. Newtown. <laughs> Glebe. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget Newtown. But then again, Junior. so is Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably yeah, had sex with the sticky fingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do you no, guys no, want to do like a... Yeah, yeah, you still didn't answer like... So, but like, how did, it, how did it make you feel? The pinnacle of your career. A couple of people from high school that you haven't seen for a few years being very appreciative. You know what it was? It was because they were of that hipster crowd that I was always thinking, fuck you guys, you're, you're really beyond reproach here. There's no, there's no going into the depths of Newtown and reasoning with you people. Right. But then I was just able to red pill them why the greens suck yeah. and why Dude, the reckon- things that you think are only there because you're a product of the very specific propaganda that is aimed at specifically you. Yeah. And they were spellbound the entire time. And it was pretty cool being able to sit there and explain the propaganda model for 40 minutes straight drunk <laughs> to Gabe, who was extremely engrossed. The entire uh, film crew was silent, even yeah. though we were like two hours over filming yeah. on a free gig anyway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone was silent. Yeah, they were. And then the uh, 
sound guy came off to take my microphone off and he goes, that was really inspiring, man. And then I just realized like, damn, you know what? You know what's actually very the the key difference between Albo getting a photo with the sticky fingers and them selling out the Acer Arena or whatever and getting invited to Newtown and me. They don't actually have an impact on the world. But it was that <laughs> moment where I just realized, no, I'm I'm actually doing something really important here. Fuck yeah, you know, dude, and they're, us, they're yeah. really not. Yeah, I mean, no, like the, no, those, what, those kind of like beefs. sticky uh, fingers aren't inspiring beefs. anyone. Well, yeah, they're inspiring true. people that are inspiring a lot of cons. Inspiring people to get more <laughs> gonorrhea. Dude, they're like, in, they're yeah, inspiring yeah, a lot of people yeah. to smoke who are smoking uh, cones right now in the northern. But man, like George, but that's not as maybe not as virtuous as you know <laughs> trying to save the world. It's a thankless job. It's like what you're doing. It's like being that spy. But, but you know, actually, like you do so you know much for the country, but like as soon as you get caught, like they'll disown you. Like you're nothing. You know, it's it's a tough game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that he actually raised that I completely forgot about, I don't know if I've even ever told you guys this, but I used to sell chocolates from about year eight to year 12. Yeah, I remember Every that. single, yeah, every single lunch. That was crazy. I, I thought you to were do, to, to, to do that. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Except yeah. for you put a little dome in there and there's like a mouse yeah. living in that dome. Yeah. But I, I was doing that. it I because that. I was going to build an underwater city. And I didn't remember this, like I, because it just seems so normal to me. But obviously, that's insane. <laughs> and everyone used to think that I was crazy. And that was the joke, except for Miss, really? who was sitting there and saying, "Look, he had that's a bet right. with Felix Palmer that he wasn't going to build it by the by the time he was fifty, yeah. and that if he didn't build it by the time he was fifty, he owed Felix Palmer a million dollars." And I was like, "Deal. That's how certain I am about it." Yeah. And Miss Love was just like, "I'll give him this. He's going to turn around one day and be like, yeah." I didn't build that underwater city. All I built was a hotel and uh, several suburbs. I guess I owe Felix some money. What will I do with my billions of dollars? <laughs> you know, because really? Well, that's how I saw it. Because everyone's just like, "Ha ha!" And I'm like, "He's just gonna like." It's like, "What? That's what's gonna happen?" I just I had this image of him just being like, "Oh no, I can't build an underwater city. The technology's not quite there. What will I do with my giant wads of millions? Like, <laughs> probably something better." <laughs> but it did make me reflect on it and I realised that I always had that inherent manic drive, drive yeah. to improve things. Because yeah. the reason that I wanted to build the underwater city is because I remember learning in year seven science that the world's fucked. Damn. And I was just thinking, well, maybe if we lived underwater, we could maybe live there. Sweet, <laughs> very sweet. In That's year seven, crazy. And I miss was only, you too. Yeah, it's very <laughs> sweet. In year seven, I was just being like, In "Is follow the leader better or issues both seminal corn albums?" I'm gonna have to mullen this for years. <laughs> That's all I was. Thinking. I'd stopped mullen at 27. Yeah, <laughs> still mullen. Um, John, I I long for the day when you will win a logie. <laughs> yeah. The day when silver, you, silver, knocker. I'll be there when you when you build that underwater hotel, Jimmy, <laughs> and I'll buy the first room. I mean, you know, for a night or whatever. No, I'll as if, I'll as if you're buying that room, is no, I meant like if for it's a your night. city, you're saying I want to penthouse yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, for true. free. But you're not staying in the bed. We're gonna fold out those <laughs> shitty futons that yeah. we have in the office. I wouldn't mind any other way. But no, it was a good moment, and I think it was good for you to sort of. 
have that sort of, uh, uh, it was like that best way to be for you to be catapulted into like the depths of the inner West and that world. Cause it was like, you know, they're all good people. They're all legends, but like, you know, obviously it's still that crowd and it's like you, I think, but the, you know what, you know what it made me realize that like, and you're mad at doing this as well, Ali, and I'm picking up from you doing it. Dude. Like, I always just thought, like, as I was saying before, like, hipsters, I just thought, there's no way that you can reason with them. But then you just realise, man, they have these staunch, annoying opinions on the things that they have because the propaganda model is making them focus on irrelevant bullshit. But when you zoom out and look at the bigger picture, as we're always saying on this podcast, that politics is a game of chess, you just realise, man, these guys are playing checkers. You know, like they're trying to like mm. hurl all of these things about what do you think about Trump being a racist and stuff? And then and then Mislav is able to move out of that and just be like, well, I think that these antics are very good for the camera. And that's a big reason why he's there. But the real thing that I think really disturbed me and got me off the Trump train, as it was called, was the fact that he legalized dynamite fishing. <laughs> you know, like as soon as you... As soon as you move out, as soon as you look at the bigger picture, and this is something we're going to be hammering in the election as well when people always say, how do I convince my liberal voting parents? Well, you're arguing with your parents about things like, well, I don't think that Anthony Albanese is a Christian and shit like that. <laughs> Dude. The big issues. Bigger issues. Move yeah. out. Say schools are worse than Kazakhstan now. Yeah. I don't think anyone thinks that's a good idea. There you go. You just nailed it. I mean, you can't... Yeah, that's that's the secret. You, you fucking figured that out, dude. Yeah, move out and look at the bigger fucking picture. Like, and you could just yeah. see it. You could see that those cogs had never turned in their heads before and then they realised, oh, fuck, actually. Yeah, definitely. Miss and Jordan are fighting the good fight. Yeah, and everyone was like... Hang it. They were, they were, they were, they were interested, like, like deeply interested in it. You know what I mean? So... It's hopefully it's a reflection. I guess they also look at Jordan and and you, Miss Love, as well as like a success story. Well, more so Jordan. (laughs) Definitely Jordan. Yeah, I think they 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 look at you. I I mean, I'm I'm talking about me too. Yeah, I think they were just surprised. You are successful. We are friends of a successful. Dude, I was like most. I think I was. What did I win an award? Most likely to die or most likely to be a bum. Most Gabe, likely to be a bum. bum. Gabe got <laughs> most bum li- and then die. Gabe got most likely to start World War Three. Yeah. Someone got most likely to die in war or something, and I got most likely to be a bum. What so was I think yours, that were, Jordan? Uh, attention hog award. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, there you and go. then there's that famous shot of me in a tux in year ten, just pulling down my pants on stage to get the award, <laughs> and then tipping a jar of ice down my pants. Hey, I've seen that. Why yeah. have I seen That's that? That's amazing. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But I think the reason for me was just like, like, like oh, this guy's supposed to be a bum. But obviously, with Jordan, it's like amazing. It's incredible what he's pulled, what he's done and pulled off. So, yeah. so like you said to them, it was just like, damn. Yeah. What a what a it's it's, it's real like it, it's a real tragic thing that uh, Newtown Performing Arts. And I'm not even just salty. Like, it's basically said, nah, you can't come because you're mm. too, like, spicy it's for them. Ridiculous. Dude, the <laughs> amount of kids you would have inspired over there when you yeah. talk to them and you'd be like, hey, work hard. I was exactly where you are. And you can actually make it big. It'll, dude, it'll it happen. Would have, it would have. It's just the... It will fuck happen. Fuck that school, dude. Like, what idiots. Well, actually, it's, I think it's changed a lot now, too. So it sucks to them, Jordan. But, like, look, it might still happen. Like some. Well, you, I don't think you uh, Jordan would... I don't think if I was in Georgia, I don't think I would want it to happen yeah. anymore, right? Do like, you? Dude, 
I mean, look, there's other there's other good causes or whatever, but I just remember having that one vision because it was just, dude. I remember going to fucking Askham School. It's such a pathetic Dave Chappelle story of just <laughs> being like, my laugh was pretty good, but like there were some things that stuck it. <laughs> um, but I just remember once going to Askham and seeing their end of year play. And it was in something that was better than the opera house. Yeah. And there was like an atrium of all these principals that looked like prime minister's portraits yeah. walking into <laughs> their atrium where you sit down and there was just like the London Symphony Orchestra in yeah. Australia for one night yeah. playing to 50 mums from the PTA. <laughs> you know, and, and like the, it, was, it was just so high budget. And then I just remember going back to ours and then, um, yeah, Searles just leaning in from behind and being like, you know where they got these chairs? No, poor no theatre. <laughs> and, then, and then I remember asking a teacher, I was like, is that true? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> Not even did that. You know, Are you fucking serious? No one told me that. That's Did they? Dude, they were from the hub. They were from the hub. <laughs> yes, true. True story. They were porno theatre oh, chairs. Dude, that's, that's where that joke came from. Where like, uh, it was like mythical at the time. One time in year 10, Sheridan or whatever her name was, was about to sit down and then Searles goes, careful Sheridan, you might get pregnant. And everyone went, <laughs> what a fuck. Hey, why isn't that? He got robbed. He should have been the YouTube influencer of yes, 2021. Yes, he should have. He really should have. The hey, man with happy. the same face as Wilson from that castaway movie. <laughs> He's brewing beers. He's happy. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, the, like, I, there is just something that sticks at my crawl there, just being like, all this talent having to perform in this garbage. Uh, I really wanted to do something about that. That's amazing. Well, that's amazing. Lost. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you appreciated the pod because we certainly appreciate your patronage and support in general. Yes, we do. We thanks will, for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Ciao.